Hey everybody, this is going to be a quick episode because it is a very, very timely episode, a very short notice episode. So I just wanted to come on basically and do a quick um, recording. There's not going to be editing here, so apologies for the sound. I'm not going to edit out the breath sounds, um, my ums, etc. So um, I just wanted to do a quick recording to let everybody know about something that is going to be going on in Egypt tomorrow. So I'm recording this on Friday, April 2nd, and there's going to be a huge event going on in Egypt tomorrow, Saturday, April 3rd, that if you have the space in your calendar um, and this interests you, you are really going to want to make time to watch it. I'm sure if you don't catch it live tomorrow that it, there's going to be recordings on the internet for quite a while, but it's a huge, huge event, and this is really, I'm not just, you know, hyping it up. This, I really believe this is a once in a lifetime, um, type of event. And I'll explain why. And it's going to be streamed live online tomorrow. Okay. So let me explain what it is first. And I'll explain a little bit of the background about why it's happening. And then I'll explain why I think this really is a huge historic event. Like I said, you can see the videos online forever, but watching it live will be a really special thing and a special memory, I think, if you value history, uh, especially Egyptian history, the way that I do uh, and the way that I know many of you do, then it will be a really, really special viewing event for you. So, okay, what is going to happen? What the hell are you talking about, John? What is what is so important and so big and historic that you're doing a live episode that you're not even editing uh, the, uh, the, the, the uhs and ahs and all that stuff? Almost said something I shouldn't. Uh, all that stuff out. Um, so you can get this episode out as quickly as possible. So as many of you know, for mm, almost a century, the more than a century, really, the Egyptian Museum in downtown Cairo in Tahrir Square has served as the primary repository of Egyptian artifacts and the storage location for those that couldn't even be displayed uh, was down below. They're opening up the brand new Grand Egyptian Museum out in Giza later this year. Yes, we still think that is on track for late this year. And um, the mummies of the pharaohs that have been found, Egypt's greatest rulers, the most powerful, most famous rulers, uh, really not only in Egypt, but I mean, in the entire world, in history, have been laid to rest on exhibit in the Egyptian Museum in downtown Cairo. Now, the Egyptian government made a decision a while back that when they opened the gym, the new Grand Egyptian Museum, they are not going to put the mummies of the pharaohs in the gym. Now, they're also not going to leave them in the downtown museum. The downtown museum, the old museum, is going to remain a museum. We're not quite sure yet what is going to be the focus of the collection there, what's going to be left there, but it will still be a museum. They're building uh, a new, or they have built a new separate museum south of downtown Cairo, Giza is to the west. There's a neighborhood called Fustat to the south of downtown Cairo, of central Cairo, where they have built a new museum called the National Museum of Egyptian Civilization. We call it the NEMEC, N-M-E-C, because the acronym, NEMEC. So the NEMEC, or the National Museum of Egyptian Civilization, is a beautiful, modern, new museum that has been built and is ready to, to, to open very soon. And I'll talk about that in a second. Um... That is where they're going to put the royal mummy collection. 
Now, not a lot of people have heard about the Nemec because the Grand Egyptian Museum has overshadowed the construction and the launch of the Nemec, and it will continue to overshadow the Nemec, I'm sure. But the Nemec is a fantastic new facility that has been built in a neighborhood of Cairo that never would have otherwise gotten tourists. That's why they put it there. And that's why they're splitting the collection. They're putting um, most of the stuff from the, 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 the greatest stuff from the old museum in the gym, and they're putting the Royal Mummy collection in the Nemec. Now, the Nemec is going to be more than about ancient Egypt. The old museum was about ancient Egypt. The gym is about ancient Egypt. The Nemec, as the name implies, National Museum of Egyptian Civilization, is about Egypt through throughout the years, through the generations, more than more so than just the old ancient civilization. So for example, they're going to show they're going to have rooms and exhibits and halls on Egyptian fashion, Egyptian textiles. Egypt is very known for textiles, for its cotton industry, uh, Egyptian cotton for its textile industry. They're going to showcase that. They're going to showcase, you know, the medieval Islamic um, period as well. They're going to showcase more than just the ancient Egyptian civilization in the Nemec. But of course, because the ancient civilization is a major part of Egyptian civilization, they are going to include um, exhibits about the ancient empires. And so part of that will be, or the focus of that, will be the royal mummy collection, which will, after tomorrow, be housed in its new home, the Nemec, down in Fustat, in uh, just south of central Cairo. So they're making that move. They're moving all of the mummies from the old museum to the Nemec tomorrow, April 3rd, 2021. Um, now, the thing that is, I think, the historic opportunity to see live is um, what they're calling the Pharaoh's Golden Parade. Okay, so what they're doing basically is they are taking all 22 royal mummies, 18 kings, four queens, of ancient Egypt, their actual bodies, these are the actual people, their bodies preserved. They're taking them in a spectacular procession, a produced, rehearsed, choreographed, spectacular 40-minute, in Egyptian time it'll probably take an hour, hour and a half, but let's just say a one-hour procession, a parade, for the, I think it's about five kilometers-ish um, from the museum downtown, where they've been for 100 years, to their new home at the Nemec in Fustat. So Egypt has been preparing this for a while, and they've delayed this parade for a while too. Um, but it's finally happening tomorrow. You see, th even though Egypt says they're going to open things, they're going to de they delay it, they delay it, things do actually eventually happen. So um, so what they're going to do is at 6 p.m. local time, so 6 p.m. Cairo time, they are going to start this Pharaoh's Golden Parade, as they're calling it, basically a royal mummy procession. It's basically like another royal funeral. Um, imagine, you know, when in the future, when Queen Elizabeth dies, you can imagine they're going to have... Um, you know, uh, she's going to lie in state and when, then they're going to have a procession through the streets in a carriage to Westminster Abbey where I sit. No, she'll be buried at, um, at Windsor Castle. They'll have a procession from Westminster Castle, uh, Westminster Abbey where they have the funeral to Windsor Castle. 
you know, horse-drawn carriage. Her coffin will be there. The streets will be lined with people paying their respects. This is the kind of event Egypt has created for their kings, their monarchs, their kings and queens that are going to be essentially reburied, not buried underground, but on display, um, in their new permanent resting place, the Nemec, the National Museum of Egyptian Civilization. So this is why I think this is so unique, okay? I mean, imagine the pomp and circumstance and importance and grandeur that will happen when the most famous monarch alive today, which is Queen Elizabeth of England, dies. It, you know, Britain will shut down, dignitaries from all over the world will fly to London, you know, millions probably of Brits and, and others will line the streets to pay their respects. They'll want to participate in this, be a part of, witness this live event. Um, this is what's happening in Egypt tomorrow, except times 22. I would say times 2022. Because these are the mo not just the most famous monarchs alive today, but in history. I mean, what other, you know, British king from history can compete with the likes of Ramses the Great? What other, um, you know, Thai king or Japanese emperor or, um, you know, Swedish king or whatever can compete with the likes of Queen Hatshepsut, King Seti the first um, or the second or the third. There are 22 monarchs that each in and of themselves stand alone as an immense historic figure. A, a funeral procession for one of these would draw out hundreds of thousands of people, if not more, would be a significant event on its own. But they're having a funeral procession for 22 of them at one time. And so many people, myself included, you know, just think that this is an enormous significant event that deserves grandeur, that deserves attention, that deserves, um, you know, all the respect and majesty that a king or queen, much less 22, uh, command. And the Egyptian government agrees they are putting on a show, the likes of which Egypt has never seen before, tomorrow at 6 p.m. local Cairo time. And they are streaming it live on the internet. I think, four, I read yesterday, 400 news channels around the world are going to be carrying the live stream. You'll probably see it in the American news. It's it's going to be that big. But you can tune in and see the live stream. It's only 40 minutes long. Like I said, it's Egyptian time. Maybe it'll be an hour. Who knows? They may have a little you know pre-show, so I'd budget about an hour for it. But it's going to be really spectacular. I've been seeing some of the setup for the show. There's, there's dramatic lighting. They have constructed these special vehicles that look like um, ancient golden boats. They're motorized, they're on wheels because they'll be, you know, obviously they have to drive through central Cairo. They're, they're shutting down traffic in central Cairo, historic on its own. And they, they have these spe 22 special vehicles that they've created um, and, and decorated to look like golden royal boats that will um, transport each separate royal coffin to the new museum. And now these vehicles themselves are, are really spectacular, not only because of their look, but they have special suspension designed into them. 
so that there are no vibrations of the coffin and the mummy inside on the vehicle as it's being transported. They have um, special oxygen-free capsules. They're calling them nitrogen capsules in which the coffin will be placed and the mummy will be placed on top of the vehicle so that the, con the, the atmospheric conditions in central Cairo, which if you've been there, you know, aren't the best, um, don't damage the actual Pharaoh's body. Um, they, they've gone to really great lengths to, not on, to, make, to make this not only a scientifically perfect transition for them from their old home to the new home, but a visually spectacular event and a historically significant event for the whole world to watch uh, and, and experience as well. Um, so this is what I wanted to tell you all about. Um, it, like I said, 6 p.m. local time uh, in Cairo. Um, so I think Cairo is seven hours, I think seven hours right now behind U.S. Eastern time. Um, just Google time. What I do is just Google time right now in Cairo whenever you hear this and figure out. It'll tell you the time. You can subtract, figure out the time difference from wherever you are in the world and um, plan to watch this if you want to see this live spectacular event. The other thing is the Ministry of Antiquities has been teasing um, a couple of other aspects of this parade that they will not release publicly in advance. So they say there are going to be surprises. They say that it's going to be more spectacular than we're expecting. And so we don't really know what else they're going to do. The only reason we know what we know already is number one, because they've released you know, the, obviously the time it'll take place. Um, and we know the route, but the only other reason we know, you know, for example, the design of the vehicles, what they look like is because of the rehearsals. They've done some dress rehearsals in downtown Cairo, uh, to get the logistics right. And, you know, there are going to be people, uh, in period costumes. They're trying to make this as authentic as possible. Um, you know, People who are going to be participating in the parade, in the, the funeral processions, are going to be using the authentic costumes that would have been used at the time, which, if you know anything about ancient Egypt, or you've seen documentaries, you've been to Egypt and seen the tomb walls, the temple walls, the costumes were very colorful, were very elaborate. Sometimes they look like, um, you know, a little over the top, but that's how they dressed for big state processions, big religious processions, big you know, funerals and things like that. So there will be people being true to form, true to design, dressed in these ancient costumes, uh, participating in the parade. Um, we imagine they're going to be, you know, I would imagine there'll probably be horse-drawn carriages. There'll probably be, you know, uh, uh, representatives of the ancient priesthood that'll be taking place. We don't really know, but we do know they are going to try to make it authentic. They're going to try to do justice to what... Like I said, even one monarch of the greatest civilization ever to inhabit the earth would deserve in being laid to rest. Um, and they're doing it times 22 because there are 16 or sorry, 18 kings and four queens who are being transferred from the old museum to the new museum that make up the royal mummy collection. So there you have it. Now, the NEMIC, the National Museum of Egyptian Civilization, is supposed to, is scheduled to open later this month. Now that they're going to have the Royal Mummy Collection there, 
they're going to, I don't think they're going to have the entire thing open because they're still, you know, making some final arrangements for some of the other collections. But I do know that they're going to have a textiles exhibit. Um, they're going to have the Royal Mummy Hall uh, already and open in about two weeks. I would say, to, let's just be safe, let's say by the end of April. But supposedly they're, they're going to have it open and ready in two weeks. But that museum, the Nemec, is finally ready to open. And this transfer of the mummies, the, this procession, is going to be the last thing before it's finally ready to open its doors to the public. Um, which is one of the things that really gives me a lot of hope and optimism about the Grand Egyptian Museum. Um, you know, they keep saying that they're going to open it this year. My best guess, I've told folks this privately, I'll say it now publicly, we don't know yet that we expect them to make an announcement sometime over the summer, so June, July-ish. They'll probably announce when they're going to open the gym. My best guess is going to be sometime in October. I would say late October. Um, they plan to open in October last year. It's the start of the tourist, the high season for, for tourism in Egypt. October through about March is the high season. October is the start of the high season. It's it's a great time. You know, the weather cools off in Egypt starting in October. It's a great time for dignitaries to travel for an opening ceremony. We don't know yet, but my best guess, my best educated guess at this point is October for an opening. Certainly by November, I believe, we will know for sure when they make an announcement, which itself is expected later this summer. But the fact that they are finally opening the National Museum of Egyptian Civilization this month is a good sign. It shows that, you know, in Egypt, things eventually do get done. They get delayed, pandemics happen, revolutions happen, but eventually things get done and open and they are better than ever before. Totally worth seeing. So, okay, I'll leave it at that. Uh, I wanted to keep this short. I just wanted to let everybody know quickly, hopefully many of you can listen to this episode today and early tomorrow. 6 p.m. local time, Cairo, uh, the Pharaoh's Golden Parade will take place. And tune in. I have another episode of the Egypt Travel Podcast uh, in editing for you right now. I told you I'm cranking these out more this year. This is this is the year to go to Egypt uh, this year and next year. This is the year to start planning trips to Egypt. If you are wanting to go to Egypt later this year or next year, take my advice start planning it now. Reach out now. Do not wait until a month or two before um, to go to Egypt during the high season, for example. Like if you're going to go in November or October or February, don't wait until the month before to reach out because the good companies, the best guides, the best drivers, the best vehicles, the the, the capacity of the best companies, it's going to be gone much, much further in advance. So at least reach out and start planning. Get on our books if you want to do a trip next year even later this year, go ahead and get a slot on our books before we book up because Egypt is coming back. Museums are opening. Tourism is bouncing back. And in fact, later today, I'm recording another episode of the Egypt Travel Podcast with one of our guests, one of our clients who just came back from Egypt last week. She was planning to go with her family in 2019, had to delay it. Um, she delayed it until December. Then she postponed it until March. They finally went to Egypt this, uh, well, I guess now it's last month. Um, they went in March just a couple of weeks ago. They just got back last week and she is going to come on the podcast to talk about what it was like going to Egypt now at the end of the pandemic and what things are like opening back up there now. So look out for that. That'll be the next episode to come out. Then we'll do the part three on, um, 
that multi-parter that I was doing that I've already done two parts for, and we'll keep them coming. So again, everybody reach out to me, john at egyptelite.com or john at egypttravelblog.com if you want to get in touch with me personally. More than happy to help you out. Can't wait to see you in Egypt. Watch the parade tomorrow. It'll be amazing. And we'll talk about it again in a future episode. Bye, everybody.